To attempt to change circumstances before you change your imaginal activity is to struggle against the very nature of things. There can be no other change until there is first an imaginal change. Everything you do, unaccompanied by an imaginal change, is but futile readjustment of surfaces. Imagining the wish fulfilled brings about a union with that state. And during that union, you behave in keeping with your imaginal change. This shows you that an imaginal change will result in a change of behavior. However, your ordinary imaginal alterations as you pass from one state to another are not transformations because each of them is so rapidly succeeded by another in the reverse direction. But whenever one state grows so stable as to become your constant mood, your habitual attitude, then that habitual state defines your character and is a true transformation. How do you do it? Self-abandonment. That is the secret. You must abandon yourself mentally to your wish fulfilled in your love for that state. And in doing so, live in the new state and no more in the old state. Neville Goddard, taken from The Law and the Promise, Chapter 1. So, I chose this excerpt today because I see, this is what I see the most from my clients, my followers, from people who keep asking me questions on a regular basis. I see a lot of yo-yo pattern. So one day the person will tell me, oh, I feel great, I feel great, I feel great. You know, I feel that my SP is mine, my desire, whatever it is, is mine. And then a week later, two weeks later, they come back again and they don't feel great at all anymore. The reason why they feel this way is because as Neville says here, because they have not truly changed in their imagination, they have not shifted their mood in imagination, they go back and forth from one state to another. So the negative state, the state where they don't have their desire, replace the state where they have their desire. And then a week or so later, or a few days later, they go back to the state where they don't have their desire. And the reason why, it's because they have not fully embodied the state. So what happens as humans? What we habitually do, what we are doing all the time, as a habit, it is what's going to come back more naturally. So if your natural state until now has been 
of not having your desire, being the person who doesn't have their desire, and you have not spent enough time in imagination to embody the feeling where you have such a desire. This is why you keep on going back to the state, to your more natural state of being the person who doesn't have their desire. And I think that the main reason you're doing this is because you are lacking two things, which is knowledge and faith. Knowledge in what? Basic knowledge of this law, of spiritual law, of the law of assumption. And what is the best way to increase that knowledge? Is to read Neville. Because I still speak to some people, I am shocked when I ask them if they've read Neville or if they've read something specific, a specific book from Neville. And they say no. And when the person says, no, I haven't read it, well, then I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that if you have not even read the basics, the basics, I'm not even telling you to read the things that are more up there, more complicated, more deep, but the basics such as the law and the promise. If you have not read that yet, please do. Because this book is full of basic information about the law, about how it works, about the fact that imagination creates reality, whether it's your unconscious imagination, and in that case, too bad, right? Or your conscious imagination, meaning using that same imagination you were born with anyway, but in a conscious way. So the law and the promise tells you over and over throughout the book that your imagination creates your reality. And secondly, it has tons of success stories, amazing success stories, but from people that are normal people, just like you and me and anyone else, who used this law because they were taught by Neville. Either they heard him in some lectures or they read his book or both. They applied the teaching to themselves and they manifested the most amazing things. So number one, you need to have that knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge, then you can't have the second that comes with it, which is faith. The more you know about this law, the more you're going to have faith that it works. Because the more you know about the law, logically, the more you are going to practice it. The reason why you may do the exercise, so to speak, for, I don't know, for a few days or a few weeks and then give up and then fall back into the old states is because you don't fully know this law. And you can't have faith in something you don't fully know, right? And by fully knowing, I mean by doing that, right? Reading Neville and understanding how this thing works and understanding that it is real, that it is true. And you will understand it even better by, okay, I'm reading this now, but I'm going to practice it. If you practice your imaginal act. Practice it about anything you want. Imagine that you have something, maybe something you're not very much attached to, 
Imagine that you have it. And when you realize that you are going to manifest that thing that you have been imagining that you had in your hands, for example, when you do this over and over, that's going to give you more faith. Another thing I keep on telling you to create more faith in the law is by reverse engineer your life, meaning think about some specific events in your life that happened and why they happened. And you will see that whatever happened, happened because you had imagined it. You had felt it. You had believed it at some point. And this is why eventually it manifested. If you do that, it will not fail, but showing you how the law works. It will, because I know it did for me. For me, what gave me the most faith in this law is reverse engineering. It's not even testing the law. It's going back to what I manifested and why I manifested it. I could always link my imaginal act, whether it was conscious or unconscious, to whatever manifested. So right now, if you are one of those people who keep on telling me how you don't have your SP and how it's hard to believe that you can ever have them, this is because it's your belief. It's what you keep on imagining, probably unconsciously, every day. What you're feeling deep down inside. Therefore, it has to manifest, right? That feeling of not having, that belief of not having, that lack of faith, it has to manifest because the law works all the time for everything. The law is completely impartial. So your lack of faith, your lack of imaginal lack directed to where you want to be, it has to manifest and it, and it does, right? It does manifest. So do those two things, guys. If you are still struggling with your desire, you have to number one, get more knowledge. I see a lot of you, you don't have much knowledge at all about this law, truthfully. I recently asked the question in my Facebook group to the members to tell me what would be their one question that they want to know about the law. Because I am about to finish my complete manifesting guide. And at the end of the guide, I want to have the last chapter answering the most common asked questions. And in the questions that I've read so far, and there are already quite a lot, some of the questions are very basic. They're very basic questions. And I'm thinking if that person had read at least the three main basic books that you should read from Neville, which are Feeling is the Secret, The Power of Awareness, and The Law and the Promise. Because frankly, to this day, when I tell someone, you have to feel that you are the person that you want to be. So whatever their issue is, I usually tell them specifically what they should do, that they should feel that they are dot, 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 that person who is dot, 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 whatever they want to be and have. And some people are still surprised, like, oh, I have to do that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. If you don't, well, that's why you don't have your desire. 
If you want to be healthy, you have to imagine and feel that you are that healthy person. If you want to lose weight, please don't focus on any number of pounds or kilos that you want to weigh. Please don't do that. You have to imagine yourself that you have the perfect body size. That's what you have to do. If you want to be in a loving relationship, imagine that you are loved and wanted and desired by that person that you want. That's what you have to do. Because no matter what technique you are using, if that technique is not helping you to feel that, that's not going to help you, all right? It doesn't even matter what technique you like to use, but if you are using it on the surface, as Neville talks about here, Everything you do, unaccompanied by an imaginal change, is but futile readjustment of surfaces. That's exactly what you're doing. So if you affirm like a robot, for example, but you absolutely don't feel or believe by any stretch of imagination that you are that person, that's exactly what you're doing here. You are using a futile readjustment of surfaces, right? You don't want to do that. So, guys, please, understand from now on, and that's going to help you tremendously, that you need to build your knowledge database. And the best way to do it is to read the best teacher in the world about the law. And we, we, we have him. We don't have to make him up. We got him. Neville was pretty much unknown for the longest time, but because of this awareness that is surging on this planet right now in this universe, we have discovered Neville Goddard, right? So he's the best law of assumption, spiritual law teacher. So read this stuff, listen to it. I mean, it's you don't have any excuse because Neville can be heard and read for free all over the internet. If you're lazy to read, you can even listen to every single one of his books and lectures. If you are saying that you're poor, and if you're saying it, you probably are, so you don't even have to buy his books or lectures. They are available for free all over the internet right? So build that knowledge database, right? And that's going to help you to build more faith. And as you build your knowledge, you'll be more inclined and encouraged to test the law for yourself, which is going to build even more faith. And then you have all the database of something called your past, and you can go back there and analyze like I did. Analyze what happened to you and why it happened. And that's going to help you to build your faith as well. So I think that my both my podcast and videos are going to become more and more to the point. Because I see too many people. Too many people that are still struggling with the basis. With the basis. And sometimes the question that I see that are asked are simply making me wonder 
or even sometimes mad, how in the world this person still has this type of question? So I understand that some people may be brand new, and in that case, that's your excuse, that's okay. But I also understand that some people are not that new, not that new at all, but still sometimes ask the craziest questions. So not to criticize you guys, but you know, I'm the kind of a, a little bit of an Abdullah type of coach, and I won't give you excuses forever. I want you to grow in this law, right? I want you to become the person that you want to be. And that's why I sound the way I sound. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You know, I truly appreciate you.